Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast, episode 78. If you are a first-time listener, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If you're a long-time listener or a few-time listener, welcome back. I'm excited to have you here. So this week, we're going to talk about the number one belief that holds you back. Now, before I tell you what it is, I want you to start thinking for yourself, like, what do you think that it is that holds you back personally? Because obviously we all have different um, reasons, but I believe that there's one thing that's at the root of all of it. And it's something that I've centered my entire business around, and it is something that I have to constantly remind myself to not fall into the trap of believing Um, because the world is kind of centered around this belief and we see it everywhere shown to us in the media and in commercials. And we're told, you know, if you just have this, then you can have the life that you want. If you just look this way, then you can have everything that you desire. And so the answer is the belief that perfectionism exists and that it's possible for you. So I, it's funny because like I said, I've literally centered my brand around this because, um, I believe that it's so, it's such a hard thing to get over. Like you can know, you can believe in your mind that like, oh, perfectionist doesn't, or perfection doesn't exist. Right. But you're still like thinking, especially you see stuff nowadays on social media and everything's perfectly curated. You see other people and you, you see the highlight reel that they show and you're like, oh, maybe it does. Or maybe I can get as close to perfectionism or to, per- I don't know. <laughs> There's so many different ways you could say perfectionism, perfectionist, perfection. Like you're like, I want to get as close to perfection as possible. And then maybe on the days or weeks or months, or sometimes it starts to become so overwhelming that you're like, why even bother if I can't even get close to it? Right. So it's something that even held me back this morning as I was coming up with the content for this week and for this episode. So it's technically, I'm coming to you on a Tuesday, you're listening to this on a Wednesday, but it was just Memorial Day. And so I took the day um, off and I didn't really post on social media or anything out of respect for the fallen um, soldiers and, and those that we lost. And so here I am gearing up on a Tuesday, like starting my work week. And when you run a business, first of all, you are kind of doing everything. So if you're listening to this and you're a business owner or an aspiring business owner, then you know that you kind of have to wear all the hats. But sometimes the hardest part to get into is creation because it feels so personal. It's like you're bearing your heart. You're really putting yourself out there. And I really felt that this morning as I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about this week because 
I was like, oh my gosh, what if it's not profound? What if it's not helpful? What if people are just like, you know, listening and they're like, this girl's an idiot. She has no idea what she's talking about. And the other thing is that I've just now recently, if you listen to last week's episode, um, I start, I did a rebrand. I'm taking the brand in a new direction. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, what if it doesn't work? What if people don't enjoy it? So I have all these thoughts running through my head that are literally blocking my ability to create because I'm thinking that if I'm going to show up and create for you, I need to do it perfectly in order for it to matter or for it to make a difference. And so that is something, I mean, that feeling is something that I've held with me often and it's something that keeps me feeling stuck in a lot of different areas of my life and keeps me questioning whether I'm on the right path. It it causes me to put a lot of pressure on myself. And so if you've ever seen on Instagram or Facebook pictures of me sitting at my desk, you might see that there is a painting that my friend made for me uh, that sits above my desk and it says all or something. Literally reminds me every single freaking day that like you don't have to get it all right and you don't have to give up if you can't get it all right. It can be all or something. You can do some of it. You can do it imperfectly. You can, oh, and I even got a shirt the other day that says perfectly imperfect. And I love wearing shirts like that now that remind me of those values that I hold so close that I didn't for so long because I didn't understand that they were available to me. And that's the main reason why I share this stuff with you and that I feel so called to share this message on such a deep level because you may not really know that, first of all, um, like you may have an inkling that perfection doesn't exist, but you may haven't, you may not have fully accepted it yet. Um, and then also sometimes all we need is a permission slip. So I'm putting it out there too, to let you know that it's okay to make mistakes, to be an imperfect human being. That's part of, you know, the way that you were designed. So if perfectionist is something that you, or perfectionism is something that you struggle with, then stick around for this episode because we're going to go through some of the things that like we're we're basically going to explore the etiology of perfectionism in your life. So where did it come from? What are the roots? How does it show up in your life? In what ways does it hold you back? And then the biggest thing is like, is there a reason that you're still allowing it to hold you back without even realizing? And so it, it can also be used as a form of self-sabotage. And we'll get into that. And then at the end of the episode, I have an exciting announcement for something that I've been teasing for quite a while now um, that is available to you. And then I'm going to give you a homework assignment and I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what you came up with. Because really, if you can't uh, afford or maybe you can't make the time commitment of one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, um, or maybe even some of my programs you're unable to get into, this is the closest thing that you can get to one-on-one -on -one coaching for free. So that means, I mean, if I were you, I would take advantage of it. Come into my inbox, slide into my DMs, tell me the answers that I'm going to be asking for this week so that I can show up and create even more content for you around those other blocks and, and get really more specific to your situation. 
All right, so let's dig into it a little bit further. So when I say perfectionism, here is what I mean. Like here is the epitome of maybe a perfectionist. Um, and I like to honestly consider myself just a side note. I consider myself a recovering perfectionist. It's so almost like a recovering alcoholic or, or addict, because again, it's something that you're actively working on from like a day on a day-to-day basis. I don't know that it will ever for as long as I live be something that is just out of my mind uh, that I'm not thinking about anymore. And so just having it on the forefront of my mind and making the daily decision of I'm not going to let the fact that I know that I make mistakes and I'm going to fail, I'm not going to let that hold me back from doing the things that I feel called to do, that feel important to me, that lift me up, and that allow me to show up fully in my life. So here are some ways that perfectionism could show up in your life. So if you're afraid to say the wrong thing, you know, being a people pleaser, you say the thing that you want, that you think people want to hear, and you're just kind of stuck there. So first of all, people don't really fully know you because they only know you by what you say um, as you're trying to morph into what version you think that they want you to be. But also maybe you've gotten to a point where you don't even know yourself anymore and you're wondering, you know, what are what are my opinions? What are my beliefs? What are my values? This isn't something I've taken the time to explore in a really long time. Another big one that I see is that you might put things off until you have enough time to do them perfectly, quote unquote, you know, perfectly. Uh, I saw this a lot in my dad um, growing up. He would start projects or talk about starting projects, but he would never, if he did start, like we've had this Jeep in our garage that he started working on, I swear, like, 20 years ago and it's been sitting in the garage because he hasn't I don't know I guess I've been able to do it the way that he wanted to or maybe he overwhelmed himself and and like expected too much from himself and that happened with a lot of projects around the house and then what happened is that he you know proved to himself that I don't show up fully for myself or, you know, I don't follow through, really, and then that taught my mom that he doesn't follow through, and then she started believing that and reminding him every time he would start a new project that, hey, yeah, we'll see if you actually finish this. And so it just created this, like, cycle and spiral. So that's, you know, one example of how it can easily spiral into a lifelong uh, unhelpful habit that holds you back. Or maybe you spend too much time on something because you feel like you have to do it perfectly and maybe it causes you to be late all the time because you feel like your makeup and your outfit has to be absolutely perfect or you get in trouble at work because you're not meeting deadlines because you're sitting on a project for too long or maybe you own a business and you are struggling to put content out there because you feel like it has to be perfect and send this, as I said in the beginning of the episode, this profound big message that just makes a giant impact. Everything that you put out there has to be gold. So you're not putting anything out there. Um, 
Or maybe you feel the need to have everything done right and it impacts your relationships. Maybe you're really hard on your spouse or you nag a lot. Maybe the dishes have to be done a certain way or your children feel like they can never live up to your expectations of how their rooms should be clean or how their homework should be or things like that. So maybe you're really harsh with and you're really hard on yourself, you're, which projects onto others. So then you're really hard on others and you expect so much of the people in your life and maybe that pushes away friendships or spouses or potential spouses. There are just so many ways that this can spiral out of control in your life, which is why it's so important to get a handle on it before it's too late. And really the first thing to decide is, you know, is this something that is really holding me back? Is it something that I want to make changes with? Because I know women especially, we are a lot more prone to the negative effects of perfectionism. Um, Maybe it's just because I know more women and we talk more openly about it. But also, you know, I gave an example of my dad and how it's held him back. So it's definitely not, men aren't immune to it. I've just noticed it's easier for men, like, for example, my fiance, Jason, it's easier for him to, like, set a goal, um, a high-achieving goal, and just, like, go for it. Sometimes if you take the emotion out of it uh, and you just strive for quote-unquote perfection, but you're okay with falling short and there's no, like, negative emotion If you don't get it done perfectly, then, you know, maybe it doesn't hold you back. But chances are, in most cases, it is something that holds you back. And so many people decide that it's something that they really need to work through. And I just want to preface all of this by saying that I think that striving for excellence can be really great. I think it can be necessary. It's, I think, a natural drive that I have within myself, um, Actually, I don't know how natural it is because I i don't know if it was nature or nurture. But anyway, um, I do think it's important to, to want more for yourself and to want to grow. But there's definitely a balance, you know, between the all or something. There's the gray area. It's not just black and white. And it's just so important that when it interferes with your life, your success, or your relationships in a negative way, that's when it's really time to examine what it is that's going on and make some changes. The thing about this, about perfectionism, is it's a little bit more tricky, especially even to coach around, because it's not as tangible as other things. It's really a mindset shift. And sometimes mindset shifts can be difficult to get over, again, because it's not tangible. It's not something that you just do or exercise or, um, you know, it's like a decision. It's a decision. It's a practice. It's a, it's something that, that involves a lot of awareness. And so if you're not very self-aware, then you can also, um, struggle with changing your mind about this. So if you're still here with me now listening along, I'm willing to bet that you are struggling with this as well. So as we go through the rest of this episode, this is when we're going to start digging a little bit further. Um, And so I want you to start to think about where it came from for you, where it originated and the ways that it's shown up in your life. So for me, I definitely know that it originated from my dad specifically. Usually it's a parent. Um, I know a lot of women say it's their moms 
that it comes from. For me, it definitely came from my dad. And the messages came from the church as well because I grew up in the church, which is so interesting because, and um, oh, and my dad's messaging, I think, came from the church. So it was all kind of aligned that like, (sighs) so contradictory because, you know, you're taught in the church and as a Christian that only God is perfect. Um, But then in a weird way, you're like shown or you're shown that you should be striving for perfection and you know, Christian or imperfect Christians are shunned. And if you make decisions in your life that don't align with what the Bible says, um, you can be told that like you should change and, and blah, blah, blah. So you're not really taught to embrace your imperfections. You're taught that you should try and change your imperfections. And until then you should be, uh, you should be excommunicated in some cases, Um, not always that extreme, but you know, so it's like, they say one thing. So my dad would say, Oh, only God is perfect. But then on the other hand, the actions that he showed me made me believe that I, that I should try and be perfect. So for example, um, we would clean the, like rake the leaves in the yard and he would, come inspect afterwards and if there was one leaf left on the ground he would throw the whole pile back onto the yard and make us start over again so it was like things like that that just were inconsistent messages and like I said in the church if you do sin you're supposed to um, try and make sure your life aligns perfectly with what the bible says and that's one of the reasons I don't participate in organized religion anymore but that's another tangent um But anyway, so I started to carry that. And then not only that, but then the messages from society, especially back in the 90s and early 2000s of how a woman's body should look. That's the part that I did pick up from my mom is, you know, striving for a perfect body and feeling like if I had a perfect body, it would give me a perfect life. Or if I was as beautiful as this girl, I would be really happy. So there were a lot of ways that it started to manifest in my life. Um, And so... I started chasing perfection and feeling like there was some sort of end goal that I was going to get to as long as I lived the perfect life and looked the perfect way. But all I had to do was strive for that thing first and get there. And then at the destination, I could be happy and enjoy my life and feel fulfilled. Uh, But plot twist, that destination never came and I was really tired of searching for it. So I was like, okay, I need to find another way. There has to be another way. So like I said, just start thinking about, you know, where did that come from in your personal life? Where did it stem from? And then now how does it show up in your adult life? So as I talked about earlier, you know, do you beat yourself up a lot? Are you afraid of failure so you don't even try? Um, Do you feel held back from like you don't want to take risks because, you know, what if you fail? And what areas of your life does it impact? So does it stop you from going after a job or career that you feel would make you really happy because maybe you are afraid that you wouldn't do well? Um, Maybe you don't even start things. This is another thing that really came up for me when I let go of the idea that I had to be perfect at everything. For some reason, I had this idea that every time I started a new hobby or something, tried something new, that if I wasn't like, if I didn't have any sort of natural talent, if I wasn't good at it, then I should just quit because what was the point? 
And that was another like huge, um, now I'm like trying all these different things like dancing and playing guitar that I never would have done before because I was like so frustrated in the beginning phases when I started, especially like guitar was so hard and I played horribly and I had a hard time getting through that initial barrier of really sucking at something before I could be good at it because I was like, I don't have time for things that I suck at. So if it keeps you from doing like exploring new hobbies or interests or things that you're curious about, um, that's something to think about. Or does it stop you from leaving a relationship that you know doesn't feel right? Because maybe you think that since you know that you're imperfect, that you don't deserve any better. Um, and that, you know, it, it, it keeps you from feeling worthy of the things that you really desire because you're like, again, if I can't be perfect, then I can't expect to have a quote unquote perfect partner or relationship. Does it stop you from standing up for yourself in a friendship? And again, because you're like, well, I'm not a perfect person. Um, so why should I expect my friendships to be perfect or just feeling like, you are afraid to say the wrong thing um, or look stupid. What are the other things? Uh, definitely, I mean, it's, it takes a huge hit on your self-esteem and uh, makes you feel unworthy of the things that you really desire. And I'm, I think I've been kind of redundant on that point, but for me, I mean, I know, I don't know how you feel about it, but I know that was the, a big factor for me, having low self-esteem and lacking confidence. So if you were to really examine perfectionism and perfection up close, like what would your thoughts truly be, honestly? Um, and I know for most of us, we, would, we, we do recognize technically that it's unattainable and that it's unrealistic. Maybe you already do know that it holds you back, um, but maybe you don't know what to do about it. You don't know how to stop because you feel that it's something so innate with you that there's nothing you can do about it. Maybe you feel frustrated right now. You feel discouraged because you've been chasing it for so long. You've been chasing that when, and it still feels impossible to you. So say that you technically do know that it's unrealistic. You know that it's unattainable. Why do you still allow it to hold you back then? I want you to sit on that for a second. Because this really is getting into one of the self-sabotage um, realms that we have. So if we have a belief that we know isn't serving us, we hold on to it because it's a belief that keeps you safe. So maybe you do know that you can't be perfect, but it keeps you safe because it keeps you from taking risks anyway. You're like here in your little comfort zone and you're not ready to give up this belief yet and realize that you're an imperfect human being. And guess what? you are open, you can be open to criticism. What if you have to admit to your spouse or your children that you are imperfect? Will they still love you? Will they not respect you anymore? Will they look at you any different? Like, how would your life change if you did decide, hey, I'm an imperfect human being and I'm gonna own that about myself? Um, so that's, I mean, that's a huge aha moment. And if that's something that you feel maybe is realistic in your life. Um, okay. I just have to pause real quick. Do you hear that? 
Do you hear that little snoring? I don't know if that's going to pick up in the podcast mic, but I was hearing this. I thought there was like a bee buzzing or something because this mic is very sensitive and it picks up everything. And I was like, what is that noise? So I had to pause really fast and I realized my little kitty is asleep next to me. She sleeps right next to my desk while I work and she's snoring so loud. So funny. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, so this is, like, I don't know if you're realizing this by now, but perfectionism is, like, a way, way bigger topic than it might seem at face value. So there's so much more to it. Um, And so other reasons why it might keep you stuck in your life, you know, the the need to be perfect or the chase for for perfectionism, So it can leave you feeling unworthy, like I talked about earlier, or maybe you feel overwhelmed by the idea of even getting started with something. Maybe sometimes you get, you might get excited about an idea or a change that you want to make in your life. You get started and you realize that there's way too, way more to it than you thought. So you give up and then you beat yourself up for giving up. And then that's confirmation that you're not quote unquote good enough. And then that feeds into your fear of being imperfect. Like it's like almost confirmation. So it starts this positive feedback loop um, and not positive in a good way, but it like keeps the cycle going because you think, you know, why bother? Okay, let me just try it. And then you're like, oh, see, I was right. I proved to myself that I can't do this. And then you go through that again. And, you know, that's why I always bring up body image and in the way that we eat, because we expect perfectionism. We, I really, this word is driving me crazy. We expect perfection in so many areas of our life, especially being in the diet industry. If you can't stick to this diet perfectly, you might as well not even try. If you can't eat every meal perfectly healthy today, why even bother? If you can't go to the gym for an hour and sweat your ass off, why even work out? And um, I mean, that's uh, such a frustrating thing because um, if we just accepted that, you know, there's going to be elements to our lives at all times that maybe do feel really aligned and feel really great. And then sometimes things aren't exactly the way that we want them to look, but that's okay too, because we're human beings. Um, Maybe you get stuck in analysis paralysis because you overthink, like you are thinking too far in the what ifs. And just a side note, sometimes the best way to get clarity is by taking action. Not just sometimes, actually, pretty much all the time. Um, And so even if you like something that you have done isn't the quote unquote right choice, you wouldn't know that unless you actually took action and went for it. So and then in that, there's always a lesson to be learned. So for example, like me going back to school again, I have already dropped out of college like two times in my life. And here I go a last year, the beginning of the last year, quitting my corporate job to go back to school for nutrition sciences I was like, well, this is the thing that makes sense. I also wanted out of my current job and I had to find a way. So I was like, well, I'll go to school. And I didn't overthink it. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, do I know for sure I'm going to do this for the rest of my life? This is such a commitment. I was just like, I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. Well, a year and a half into it, I realized this isn't the right path for me, 
but I wouldn't have known that unless I went for it again. So I don't feel stupid for making that choice and backing out. And now when people ask me, you know, I thought you were going to school. Why are you not going to school anymore? It's a choice that I made for myself. And I had to know whether or not that it was right for me by taking action. Um, So again, that was just a little side tangent. But okay, so now we've talked about everything about perfection perfectionism, wanting to be a perfectionist. And, um, maybe now you're getting to the point where you are getting some clarity on it. And maybe you've had some aha moments as you've been listening, but now you're wondering, okay, now that I know it's a problem, how do I stop letting it hold you back? And the first step really, as we know, to any sort of change that we want to make is to acknowledge it, to create awareness around it. So for you to really recognize this is a problem this is something in my life that I want to change and feeling that conviction of, I want better for myself. I want to write a new story. So acknowledge it, recognize that it's not realistic. It's not something that you want to, not something that you want to attach yourself to anymore. And then that's when you can start exploring even further because I mean, this episode is great. There's a lot of good nuggets in here, but you need to do the work to really discover for you personally what it means to you. I can't do that part for you. That's something that comes from self-exploration and usually journaling and meditation helps a lot. Um, And then once you've uncovered all that, you've worked through it, then you can begin to write a new story, which is literally by taking action, making the choice every day that um, comes with me every, like it's something that comes along with me every day where I'll, literally just be recognizing, like, again, building that awareness. I recognize that I'm doing something imperfectly or that I'm, that I could make a mistake here and I'm okay with that. So it's just reminding yourself constantly. It's okay. It's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to make mistakes. Um, you know, and if you listen to this podcast, if you hang out with me more often, I'll remind you, surround yourself, speaking of, surround yourself with people that that you believe embrace all parts of you, including the imperfect sides of you, that you feel give you permission to be imperfect and make sure that you're doing the same for them. Um, So get really specific and honest with yourself, and that will help a lot. So for example, say, say that you were afraid of being imperfect. Um, So what you would do in that case, like, is start by acknowledging the fear. I'm afraid that I'm imperfect. I'm afraid to be imperfect. I'm afraid to admit that I'm not perfect and that I never can be. I'm afraid to make mistakes. You you see all the fear that builds around it. So remind yourself it's safe. It's safe to be imperfect. It's safe to make mistakes. It's safe to fail. And give yourself permission to do so. I give myself permission to make mistakes, to be an imperfect human being, to look dumb sometimes. (laughs) Um, So is it really that simple? I'm sure you know by now. No, it's not simple. It's a daily commitment, but it does start with the willingness to recognize that perfection is not a goal. It is impossible. And once you recognize that from that place, you can begin to accept that it's okay to not be perfect 
and maybe, just maybe, and maybe this will take some time for you, you can even start to find it beautiful being imperfect. You can find it beautiful in your own way because, I mean, I believe this wholeheartedly that your imperfections carry some of the quirkiest, most exciting, interesting, and unique things about you. And parts of you that maybe you're hiding away that like are the most lovable sides of you, but you're afraid to show them because it feels too vulnerable. It feels too naked because it would show that you're not as perfect as you've been letting on. All right. So that is all I have for you today. If you want to dig deeper, and I really encourage you to do this, as I said, take some time to journal about your perspective on perfectionism. So dig deep figure out where it's rooted in your life, identify the areas where you feel that it holds you back the most, and then dig even deeper into those and try and figure out why it holds you back. So an example that I talked about a few minutes ago was fear. And then here's the important part. I'd really love for you to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Lauren M. Kepler. You can find me in the show notes or the link in the show notes as well. And just tell me your realizations and epiphanies, anything that you feel you maybe need to dig deep, even deeper into or that you need more support around. Um, And I'll address those if I hear a common theme or say I only get one response, I'll address it next week and I'll dive even deeper into it Um, in case that's something that, you know, maybe you've identified that it's fear, but you don't know how to move past that. So then if you want to go even deeper and you want even more support around releasing perfection, then the all or something crash course will be officially, officially available to you next week. And it's technically ready now. I'm just working on a few extra, um, like details to make it even more personal and personable. Uh, but I will still leave the link in the show notes so you can sign up there if you can't wait any longer. It's a, it is a $27 course, so it's very affordable, very accessible, and it's going to help you work through accepting the imperfect parts of yourself. Excuse me, I can't talk anymore. (laughs) 35 minutes in. Um, But it's going to help you through accepting the imperfect parts of yourself, especially if you struggle on identifying, you know, maybe what it is that's holding you back and you need some extra help with that. Um, and then if you struggle to know like what to do about it and you love the idea of having extra support. So if you go for that, I can't wait to see you in there and to hear what you think and to hear about your epiphanies and aha moments and realizations. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that you got something useful out of it. Even if it's just, you know, a very simple epiphany doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but it can make a really big difference. And just remember to be patient with yourself because this is a lifelong process. So I love talking with you. I love making these episodes and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. But until then, just remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.